What's up, everybody? I'm Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. And you're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here and... Oh, Jared Abergina. <laughs> like now we're going to mix it up. <laughs> oh man. No. Welcome everybody. This is the podcast show. Two tree guys where we drink beer, talk shit with class, a badasses from the industry. Uh, but you know, first, before I introduced our, our guest today, I just want to say today is my 75th day oh, of 75 it? hard. Okay. Uh, no alcohol for 75 days. Oh, working out twice a day, one indoors, one outdoors, uh, drinking a gallon of water a day. Uh, uh, I have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, and I think that's it. And then no cheat meals, and I have to be on some type of diet. And let me tell you, this experience I've been on, this is Andy Versella. And some of the things I use on the podcast show, and I'm going to say this now, so if Andy ever becomes a big fan of ours and starts listening to it, he'll know that I... I gave him credit and I wasn't stealing all his stuff, but I am stealing some stuff, um, you know, for him. But this guy on 75 Hard, this podcast he has, um, I listened to his podcast, uh, the 75 Hard Challenge I wanted to do, and I could never find a good time. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I freaking did it. And it wasn't that I got ripped and in shape or crazy, anything like that. It was a mental toughness that I went through. And I'm mentally prepared for 2022, ready to fucking crush it. And if you guys haven't heard of Andy Frisella, get on there, listen to his podcast. It's called Real AF, uh, and it's freaking awesome. And one of the things we got from him that I uh, kind of inspired us is we don't have any sponsors on this show. You know, even though I say our sponsored uh, Woodford beer, I actually, we went out and bought it. So (laughs) they didn't really sponsor us. You know, there's no commercials on this because I really didn't listen to too many podcast shows before. And I started listening to a podcast show that had commercials and I fucking hated them. I go, I hate this. So we don't have commercials on this. So the fee that Andy says that we say is pay the fee. And what's the fee? Share the show. Tag someone in this right now. Get them on here to come watch it, guys, uh, because it's just some tree guys that sit around the table. We don't get paid for this, and we do this to give out some awesome information to you guys, for you guys to be able to uh, hear some great advice and and uh, from some badasses in the industry and hear about their experience and, and hopefully make our industry better. So. I appreciate you with us today, Jared. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I feel like I accomplished something. Oh, dude. I've never not drank something in 75 years. I mean, 75 years, 75 days. You know, for us, it felt like 75 years. (laughs) You know, I'm super proud of you to watch you go through that, man. It was, it was, it was painfully incredible. I, 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 you guys don't (laughs) even know it, but I sat through this show, show and this is my last day. There's beer right here in front of me and multiple shows I sat in front of and I didn't drink and it was really hard. Uh, so if the podcast sucked, you guys know why they sucked because I wasn't drunk (laughs) while I was doing this, but that's okay. Don't worry. I was drunk enough for both of you, man. (laughs) But you know, we, we have with us today, uh, a gentleman from Colorado that's here, Chris Scraw. I said it right. I said it it. right. I said it right from Colorado. And, uh, he's not just out here in California right now, just hanging out with us. He's out here for a certain reason. And, uh, we're going to release that, uh, big news. Like I said today, uh, we're going to let the world know, uh, what's happening here. And it's pretty exciting. Uh, it's something a year ago I may never have thought was possible. Uh, but with like-minded individuals like yourself in the industry who believes the same thing, uh, it's possible. And it uh, can be, yeah. absolutely, you got to keep pushing. Absolutely. So it's going to be I'm excited to hear your story hear your relationship with this man <laughs> and how you met, because I know how I met him and I question my life sometimes. And but it's going to be interesting to hear how you met him. 
you know, for that. So yeah, I got a good, I got a good story for that. I one. bet you got a few good stories. Not all of them. Okay. Some <laughs> I had of them to gotta stay you. in the memory bank. Yeah, I yeah. remember I had to rescue you from the tree. <laughs> well, yeah. He was talking about the women's clothes that you guys put on. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> it's actually very true. I was just, I was, was just no ga- we in that. Just a he. I was just guessing just because I know him, and then he came out and said the truth. I that was a shot in the dark. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, man. Oh, gosh. So, hey, man, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome thanks, to the podcast. Sir. Have you ever done a podcast? No, sir. This is your first one? Yes, sir. Oh, man. We should. It seems like Jared's first one every time. But. I'm a little nervous about what he's going to say about me now that we got him on here. I'm like, this is probably a bad idea. We go back a little ways. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll save the good stuff okay, good. for I, off the air. I heard about you, you and your brother, um, since the first day I met Jared. You know, he talked about you guys and, uh, I don't know what you did to him or what you showed him, but he has so much respect for you guys and with the business that you guys built in Colorado. Uh, he always brings you guys up as an example, more for the right, not for the wrong, but for the right, uh, bringing you guys up and like the straws, the straws do this, the straws do this. Hey, let me tell you about my friends there with, you know, plant healthcare and their tree business and these guys. Uh, and I was excited. The first time I believe I met, I didn't meet you. I met your brother Kurt, yeah. Uh, Kurt, yeah. at Applebee's. Uh, one of Jared's favorite hangouts. Oh my god! Wasn't it? Why were we at Applebee's too? That's funny. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was at Applebee's. Oh yeah, because Kurt got when us Kurt off the flew out. Yeah, and the first time I, I I shook Kurt's hand, I'm like, oh fuck, about crush yeah. my hand. I like, just got a fucking man. Yeah. He's known as the machine. The, yeah. Okay, he's a machine. Okay, he's I not like he's not a man. He's a machine. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, you know, but I've always heard great things about you and. And uh, I'm excited to hear your story. And, and on this show, the Two Tree Guys, like I was telling you a little bit earlier, we put this together for entertainment for the the industry, to talk about education and training, to talk about fun stuff, to shoot the shit, and uh, just to relate uh, to a lot of individuals that are out there. So uh, let's start with your story, man. Let's let's talk about yourself and well, getting in this in, let, uh, let's, let's not let's not shoot too quick because we got a whole bucket full of oh shit shit and, i was already uh, skipping back see I what really, happens when you don't drink yeah, for 75 I'm, days my, i don't even think my about mouth's it getting watering over here all right uh, all right so here thank you for that jared <laughs> thank you thank all you right, right. so slow the roll there so we have a beer company right here uh they are our sponsors <laughs> but they just don't know it uh it's called woodford brewing company um out of Sebastopol, California. So it was created in 2013 by Seth Wood. And this is, if you guys come to Sebastopol, it's down the street at the Barlow. Um, and it's this little place that has like seven different breweries there. And this guy created in 2013, has over 10 years experience in making beer and perfecting his craft. The result is the farmhouse style beer, barrel aged ales, award-winning sour ales and lagers, uh, I've never tried one and I'm not trying one tonight, but I will come try one. Uh, Mr. Seth would, uh, but their type of beers are, are like the old country in France, Belgium, Germany, and, uh, what a cool place down on the Barlow. So, uh, to you, Chris being here from Colorado, mm. cheers. cheers, my friend. Cheers. Oh, damn. I'm going to open it. Ooh. Oh, and I'm going to pass this off to somebody else. There you go, buddy. I have a designated beer drinker. When you get big on podcast shows, you have a designated beer drinker for you. Thank well, this you. one's not terrible, so we're good. Which is that one? California Honey Amber Ale. I'm not a nectar guy, so you don't the drink nectar one. It was a, a just a straight lager. I'll stick with this. So, born and raised in Colorado, Colorado, with three brothers. That's correct. No sisters. No sister. Are you the oldest, youngest? Third down on the line. Ooh, yeah. you got your ass handed to you. Yeah. <laughs> you should be the machine, the toughest one out of mm. all of them. No. No. Close, but yeah. Uh, so, so let's talk. T- tell us about your backstory in that, and and how you got into the tree care industry. How I fell into it, and it's more of a fall <laughs> into, right? So, uh, just happened upon a guy. Um, he wanted us to work summer. I was fourteen years old. So he says, how about climbing this tree with a chainsaw? I'm like, well, hell yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you know, every young kid wants to do that, and it just kind of went from there. So summer job, moved into career. Really? So, mm-hmm. so climbing the tree at 14 years old, I mean, what kind of gear was it? 
I mean, were you climbing, free climbing? Were you just kind of climbing up a ladder, whacking stuff with a chainsaw? Or was it your spurs? You had a harness? Spurs, yeah. Spurs to prune back in the day, yeah. What was the first tree you climbed? Can't remember. First tree you removed? Cottonwood. Cottonwood? Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. I mean, you only have two trees in Colorado, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Cottonwood and Willows. Willows, yeah. Ditch Willows. Yeah. 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 So getting getting in the industry first time at 14 years old, uh, I mean, was that a, just a summer job or was that just become a career for you? No, just a summer job. Yeah. So yeah. every summer you'd go back to that individual? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There yeah. was a, there was a stint in there where I did uh, excavating for a couple of years. Okay. Um, and went back into trees, just liked the trees, liked, liked everything about it. What was it that you liked about it? Just I mean, the freedom. You get up high, you can see from, from up high. It's more of a freedom feeling than anything. Yeah. Right. And when you, when you do it, when you accomplish, you accomplish what you're doing and you can see results quickly. Uh-huh. Right. So like mowing a lawn. Instant gratification. Yeah, that's right. Every step. You threw that down. one out there for Kurt. Yeah. Mowing a lawn. <laughs> he loves his lawn, boys. <laughs> you fuck his lawn up. He'll look, I will crush you. <laughs> Machine <laughs> your neck. Crush you. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He loves his lawn. <laughs> So, getting in that for what was the company you worked with? Uh, it was called Bill's Tree Surgery. Bill's Tree Surgery. Yeah, and uh, what's funny is um, his son now works for our company. Really, Jake Smith. Yeah. Oh wow. Is is Bill's Tree Service still around? No, no, long, long ago, long, long ago. He's still alive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty elderly. Yeah. At this point, yeah. You still talk to him? I've seen him here and there around town. Yeah, absolutely. So what made him ask you, hey, you want to climb a tree with a chainsaw? Family, friends, friends with my parents. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's do this. Got okay. work to do. Split some wood, do this, do that. Yeah. Okay. That's how it all started. Got up, climbed, summer job. And then after that, being in the industry, were you just jumping around to different companies or, or how did it all kind of play out? Oh, let's see if I can remember that far back. Actually got into some excavating, excavating world for a little bit, uh, equipment operating stuff, and then uh, went to a ranch called Sylvandale Guest Ranch in Colorado there. It's uh, like a dude ranch, right? Yeah. And I hired on with them as a ranch hand, and I ended up just being their climber, just their climber. Just for the ranch. I'm not punching cows or doing anything. I'm just climbing trees, right? Every day. So this is how the whole thing got started. I I do that. I loved it, enjoyed it. Uh, And I quit over the winter, of course. And mm-hmm. I was working back for an excavating company, and the the ranch people, Susan Jessup's her name, wanted me to come back, and uh, the my position got cut after I quit the excavating job. So that's when I decided to get my own tree license and and start doing trees on my own as a business. And that was in June of 1996, and it went from there. So who 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 was teaching you how to climb? Was it Bill? Nobody. 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 We we were old school. Me there was my, no YouTube. There was yeah, no Instagram. Nothing. Me and my brother were way old school. We're talking three strand rope, uh, climbing belts with just around the waist uh-huh. and spikes. That's how we did it. And it was just <laughs> guess. Yeah, yeah. So as I got into business, I started going to the rock climbing stores to try to figure out, you know, a different climbing system, ATCs and different things like that, and it kind of grew from there. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out on my own. I had no idea. Like, that's when I met Charlie Wagner, Luke Glines, and you, and those guys. Then I started climbing up in that and started uh, to understand more. And you, so you started this company with your brother, Kurt. Yes. Uh, partner alongside him. Um, and he had no idea. So you were teaching him. No, we both didn't have an idea. <laughs> We we were way better at just... You, your idea was the right idea at that time, right? Yeah, we were yeah. trying. We were trying to figure it out, but no, we just... Uh, we were really good about working hard. Yeah. Sometimes maybe not smart, but really hard, mm-hmm. right? Those were the early years where, you know, to figure out a log doggy, Dolly was like, yes. Yeah. We figured out a way to get this log out of the backyard a little bit easier, you know, and now we're running dingoes and vermeers and cranes and all this stuff, right? Uh-huh. And it's just... That's not, we, we used to run up, walk up ladders onto two ton trucks, construction uh-huh. ladders, 
with a bunk of brush, throw it into the truck, and then get in there with a chainsaw and slash it up to make it small. You know, there was no chippers around. There was no grapple trucks. There was nothing back How many years did he do that for? Man, I'd have to say six, seven years. Old, old, old school like that. And then we got our first grapple truck and... So how'd you meet Charlie at first to get you kind of segued into the, you know, the newer, newer industry? Give us, give us a little backstory on Charlie and, and his, his career and, you know, his knowledge on all this stuff and how you met him. I met Charlie Wagner through Eric Schaub. What's up, Eric? <laughs> What's up, Eric? He's out there. So Eric's still in the tree industry at a pretty top level now running some, running a branch for Save a Tree. Um, but he... He had Charlie Wagner working for him under his own company called St. Vrain out of Longmont. And Eric Schaub is actually the guy that first brought Arbor Master Training to our area in Colorado. There was That was the latest, greatest, newest, biggest thing, you know, Arbor Master. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So Eric brought them guys in and kind of started that industry. Charlie was there. That's when I first met those guys. And we kind of hooked up, and then we started doing a lot of trainings. Uh, Jared, or not Jared, Charlie, Luke, and... Uh, Eric Schaub and that sort of thing. And that's when we really took a big step up. Hmm. That's when Petzl was just getting into tree industry stuff, right? They were all Mm -hmm. sport climbing at that point. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they, so Charlie Wagner, Eric, was it Schwab? Schaub. Schaub. And then Earl Schaub. And then Luke. Papa Schaub. And then Luke who? Luke Lines. Luke Lines. Luke Lines. So you guys started doing trainings out there with Arbor Masters. No, no, not with Arbor Masters. We kind of just started holding them um, between us. We were running them. Right? Gotcha. Through gotcha. a local shop called Mac Equipment. They do lawnmower chains. What was this training like? I mean, how was it set up? What was? It was far better than what Jared does. Then. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. That's <laughs> kind of a shit show out here, but... <laughs> oh man i'm glad uh, it's two of us i'm not gonna lie it's actually pretty good i was involved with it for yeah. a little bit after after well after you guys had that going on and then i got invited out and uh they invited me to be a part of a few of the trainings and it was a good it was a good run man it was yeah. uh super organized and really good turnout pulled a lot of people so you guys really so you were running it or yes his team was running oh how, know, how did this whole thing work man it was it, it's it's hard to remember the whole the whole yeah trace of it all but started with eric went to charlie went to luke kind of went to me and then i kind of threw it off to a guy named andy harem um and it's just that was our really only source in colorado of any kind of training is us local guys kind of throwing a little event ourselves. yeah gotcha which we haven't done in years at this point now so event, i mean how are you guys advertising it just throw calling people up hey man and the rumor just Go around the state. How many people would you have coming? Forties in the forty, forty, fifties. Forties easy. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, the ones that, that I with no advertising. Yeah, yeah, super successful. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I, you know, I got involved and it all fell apart the next year. And yeah. Was done. <laughs> no oh, I had different that's priorities. <laughs> I just moved. I moved down a different way. That's, yeah. literally, that's literally how it went. I you mean, got involved and two, it all fell two apart. Years, and I was like, you know, I think we're uh, we're not yeah, going to do like, this anymore. Appreciate you, Jared. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for ruining our our training that we've had for years here. It was more of trainings put on out of desperate, desperate, you know. So yeah, well, I no. Mean, I mean, so what were some of the experience with the guys that came through the training? You know what? You, how you started off and how you were learning on self taught. Charlie came in working with you. You guys started had a training. I'm sure you've seen a lot of other individuals that were coming there going. I just started my own company. I have no freaking idea what I'm doing and coming to there. What was their experience after the classes you guys were having? I can remember one guy specifically, he kind of, he came up to me after the class and he actually owned in his own tree business. And he came up to me and said, man, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. He's like, I didn't know you climbed trees. He said, I'd remove fences, walls, trees, whatever, to drive a bucket truck back there to do this. He's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Thanks a ton. So that's one level wow. that that you can get to. The other levels are, you know, even me, no matter what, I pick up something extra. No, Even you, Jared, at this mm-hmm. point, still picking up. Oh, trip. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, so ne- it's, it's networking. Never it's yeah. networking. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So after Jared came, then you guys closed uh, shop there uh, with the training and everything. I mean, it's true. I'm not going to lie. It's, I, it's I, literally I how it went, went down. But, you know, I... 
spent what we spent two years together. Is that how you first met Jared? Oh, we no. can tell that story. Yeah, let's jump We're in. We're gonna it. go down that. Yeah, road. you probably remember it better than I do. Well, I'm gonna remember it my way. Well, usually, <laughs> he, usually he roofies people, and you don't remember it because that's what he did to me when the first time I met him. No, I actually jumped on a plane and headed out to Baltimore to do a training for uh, Petzl for their zigzag okay. when they were first debuting the zigzag. So yeah. it was Jared, Luke Lines, and myself. At TCIA. Yeah, 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 in Baltimore. And there's plenty of stories about that, but we'll just stick with that's a how great, I met That's you. a great idea. <laughs> so I meet Jared. We do a training, whatever. We're, we're kind of hanging out, walking down the down the docks, I think it was. Let's go back to the first training, the part of the training, when I first met you. Oh, where I had to rescue you out of the tree. Yeah. Because your hands were frozen Frozen. solid because he's from California. Yeah. And he couldn't work the Petzl deals. uh, Yeah, I was the Petzl, the sponsored athlete, right? I'm a sponsored athlete for Petzl. And I put this on, and I'm trying to, like, you know, organize us. I'm like, okay, we're going to be talking about this. You're going to do this. I'm going to do this. You know, we're all good. Same, you know, kind of doing the layout for this training. And um, I, I showed this, you know, they give you kind of a, you know, a, a, a sp- very specific type of a set. Very, okay, very You're going to do this with yeah. this tool. And I'm like, okay, I don't usually climb with this, but whatever. It's just a couple cams, yeah. a piece of cake. Go up about 20 feet, get up there. And it's cold, man. I'm like, I'm a California boy. Is it's it freaking cold. Cold, like 40 degrees? It's less than that. It's cold. Yeah, it was like 38. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> It was like 30 <laughs> so, like, you're right. Almost oh, freezing. Yeah. I get out there, I'm talking, I'm like, so we're going to do it like this, and what you do is pop, 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 you get up there, and when you get here, you're going to take off these, can't, I'm like, oh, ooh, I can't, you know, I can't, so I'm up there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't feel anything, I can't take the cams off, I'm stuck, right? So I'm like, these guys are trying to get me out of the tree, and it was a mess. It I was a mess. Yeah, I don't even know if this is a real story or not. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. It was to that. it was a real story because it's embarrassing because he'll never forget. And do you it. see that shit grin what, on his face? And he's just there like you this. You were like, up there for fit. They had to do an aerial shit. rescue on you. Yeah, they were swinging me around trying to get me. Well, it was just it was a mess. It, we got and it how done. many people were there watching? There were small groups, so that one just that one group was maybe like. And what year was this? People. Jeez, can I even remember that? <sighs> I'm not good at remembering you. Was there camera phones? Was there any videotape? If there is any out there, people, send it in, please. <laughs> I think we it, will give a five hundred dollar <laughs> reward if anybody can send this in. It was the year Zigzag came out. It, it was pre two thousand eleven. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's that cold. Okay. It was okay. I believe it, but I don't believe it. But so at that point, you know, I'm like trying to prove to myself to this guy, like, you know, who I am and what I do. And he's just like laughing, like, what an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. I just want to drink beer and (laughs) go see Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Get me out of here. What? It was in Baltimore, you said? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So to finish the story, after the whole training, we're walking Mm. along and I look at Jared and I'm like, yeah, I I got you figured out. It's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, you're that type of guy. You drive a F-350 jacked up, all black, <laughs> murdered out. Yeah. And he goes, you seen my truck? <laughs> and he's You got a full- picture of my truck? <laughs> and he's laughing like, ah! <laughs> 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 And I'm like, no, seriously, you seen my truck? He's like, no, man. <laughs> I just figured you're you that, out. <laughs> you're that guy. <laughs> yeah. You're that guy. Oh, man. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Lucky like, guess. And then you guys like, were. Man, I really look like that kind of guy. I guess so. Then you were friends after that. Well, only after I saved his life. Yeah. yeah. That, that was Freezing a, cold water. Yeah. That was a real ticket. Yeah. Once once you saved my life, I was like, okay, this guy, I got him now. I owe him one. I would have mm-hmm. died. Have you paid it back yet? You might have. Yeah. I might have died. Yeah. Well, you know how TCIA events go. You know, you drink, you have fun. And we're cruising around down on the docks. And the piers out there, you know how those big ship tie-offs? Yeah. Big anchors? And uh, the drop was probably, what, 30, 30 feet down there? And it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And it's cold. And it's cold. What, what city is this in? 22 degrees. <laughs> 38, 38 degrees. <laughs> anyway, it's pitch dark. You can't even see down there. What you city just, were you in? Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. And this and, is uh, a separate time or the same time? This is the same time. This is the oh same night. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we're cruising He's around. still in now. shock, I guess, his truck. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> So these guys, we're all doing like handstands and being idiots down the street, jumping off stuff, you know, just being stupid tree climbers. Well, I go to do a handstand on one of those 
those piers, right? And then, you know, if you fall, you're in the freaking in the drink. And he's like, don't do it. I'm like, I got it. Go up. All that. Oh, oh. I go over, and all of a sudden, he comes and grabs my leg and rips me back up off of it. Dude, I'd say that's pretty accurate. My heart was just like, yeah, I was. You couldn't even see me down there if I fell in there, and I was drunk at one o'clock in the morning. I've been dead. I don't know if this is a real story or <laughs> believe it. No. See, I mean, well, I'm not lying. What? I'm going to concur with that one. That's you're, how I remember it. You're yeah, his guardian saw. angel on that one. Yeah, that would have been a long, cold a swim. There's nowhere know. to swim. Where would I swim? You can't uh, see anything. It yeah, was, it was probably ice if it was 22 degrees. <laughs> it was Mall. just a block of ice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that. That's where we fell in love. Anyway, that's okay. enough stories from that's Baltimore. That's enough. Thank you for everybody for tuning in today. <laughs> uh, our new host, co-host, uh, Chris Scraw, that will be with us from now on. Oh, man. Now, keep in mind, this was over 10 years ago. What does that have to do with it? I was we're, young, okay? You were dumber no. then. I was, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, back at it, back at it with this. So, starting your own business, I mean... What made you just go, I'm starting my own business? Just doing it. clicked. Just decided in an instant. Were, now, were you? did you have any entrepreneur kind of spirit about you when you were a kid or younger, selling stuff, doing stuff, hustling on the streets, on whatever? Lawn mowing business, build there bird is. houses to sell at the five and dime, whatever I could do, yeah. Always, whatever you could always do think money. in that direction. Yeah. How would you spend your money? Would you Were you a saver or were you a spender? I'd Buy these big old jacked up trucks. Black? <laughs> Mine was blue, actually. Blue? Yeah. Okay, okay. So how was it How how was it getting started a company with your brother? And why not the other brother? Why not the third brother? I don't know. Me and, me and Kurt just worked well together. We enjoyed trees. Yeah. Kurt's an animal in the trees. Just an animal, right? Mm-hmm. At 14 years old, he was his first climb was out of a bucket truck, uh, straight up, out of a bucket truck. First climb, 14 years old. No fear. He's a date. He's a date yeah. Dorn, man. Yeah. So there's yeah. only two of them that have ever done that at that age. Might be. Well, you have. I mean, still to this day, Kurt, Kurt's held what? He just hit 50? Yeah, 49? 50. He's still a machine. This guy can do a standing backflip right here in this room. Just stand there, off the ground, backflip. He's just like, this guy's a machine. He's absolutely yeah. unreal. Yeah. 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 So, no, where were we? Lost my track. <laughs> Bu- building your business. We were there, man. saving your... Jared's life. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was screaming, help. No, here comes bu- building Chris. your business, man. I want to hear, man, it's incredible to hear what you've done in your time frame. And there's there's not enough even time on this show to hear it all. But, man, if we can get into, you know, how you built it, what you did. You know, you took your journey. You disappeared for a minute. Came back ten times bigger, badder, stronger. And you're here it's just today. grind, man. You you give it your all. You you look at every dollar. You you manage. You got to manage. Uh, for the first few years, it wasn't management. It was work hard, work really hard, hard, hard. Right. The harder you work, the more you thought you get along. But we learned pretty quickly. It's management. You know what you do with the money, how you invest the money, um, that sort of thing. But yeah, me and Kurt went. You know, six days a week. You know, twelve-hour days. We'd build all of our own equipment. We'd hand, you know, my brother Jeff, my older brother. He would build our equipment, build grapple trucks, build chip trucks, right? Hitches, flatbeds, whatever we wanted, and just grind, grind, grind. So, it never so, stopped, so, man. So talk. I know you guys. You guys went hard and built something, and then you took a little hiatus for a minute. And two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Company bought us out. We thought we'd get into insurance sales. <laughs> But why why did you decide to sell your company? Burned out, man. Yeah. Tired, burned out, had a way out. Uh they yeah. bought us out, they made us an offer. We're like, fine. We're we're good. We'll we'll try this other venture. But now were you ha- let's let's let me let me let's talk about that a little bit. There's a lot of individuals out there with uh companies and you know, same thing, same boat, grinding mm-hmm. every day. Work mm-hmm. hard, work hard, work hard. And they start going, shit, how do I get out of this thing? It's been 30 years. It's been 20 years. Um, what were some of your your advice to these individuals on getting out, staying in, management a little bit different, to not feel like they have to get, get out? But 
what was your experience on that that time and your your thought process in selling and and were you happy you did that yeah i was happy to sell because uh you know taking a three-year hiatus kind of take a look back and see where where the mistakes were made where we could have gone uh going Mm. back into it me and kurt rewrote kind of our system and what the goal was what the plan was what the pursuit really was about and then put that into place you've got to know bingo your profit you've got to know your numbers if you don't run your numbers your your business will run you you can't let your business run you Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta make make it run its what am i trying to say jared you make gotta, it run itself yeah you you got to make that business run mm-hmm. or it'll run you so yeah. you you got to know your you ask normal smaller tree guys what their profit ratio was last year or their margins they don't know yeah they don't know yeah. that's not good that's well, not good well, get into your p this well, is my did, advice yeah. get into your p l's look at your numbers see where this stuff's going what are you doing why are you doing it mm-hmm. yeah it's numbers got to look at them yeah. Of course, that's me. I'm more on the business side these days. But no, yeah. I, I it, and before getting into starting your company, you just did it because you're just like I'm doing it. Felt right, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. No getting thought, out, yeah. taking three years off, and looking back and going, all right, if I'm going to do another run at it, I'm going to have a plan. Going to do it. I'm going right. to think about it. Yes. I'm going to strategically align with our vision what we want, the purpose of that, and we're going to go forward on that. And you were able probably to go 10 times faster than you were from 97 to 2008. You're absolutely right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's absolutely right. And it, it goes to, what's that saying with uh, Abraham Lincoln that says, you know, if I had six hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend four hours sharpening my axe and two hours moving it. You know, spending more time on there the planning yep. than the actual, I told you know, Phil that one. He still uses it. <laughs> that's I'm so why, proud. That's why I don't take it, Phil. He doesn't even know who Abraham Lincoln is. <laughs> didn't he invent the light bulb (laughs) oh yeah let me just say i messed up (laughs) one time i know everybody's listening to that or they're not listening to it because they thought i was an idiot saying uh what did i say uh uh ben franklin thomas edison yeah i know i you know i keep forgetting it's like six episodes i forgot to tell everybody i made a mistake forgive me on this shit damn people damn damn victoria all right yeah, I well, think good, it was man. I think it was shortly after that you came back and, and, and started revamping and that's kinda when we started um, Yeah, it was second round, yeah. Yeah. And that's kinda what that's when we met, right? And probably a few few years after that maybe? Yeah, that was two thousand eleven I started come I came back in. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, shortly after that. Yep. So you got back in, you guys created a plan, started back in your business, and let's let's talk about then 2008 to it's been 13 years since then uh sold in 2008 restarted in 2011 oh, okay yeah so I real quick you. in that time frame that's a huge gap what did you do in that in that three-year gap three years yeah i don't know drove around <laughs> yeah well tell him man I'm, that's I when i was it. hanging out with you i drove down to california i brought the big rig yeah the blue truck <laughs> no <laughs> no i actually uh uh me and my wife Susie. And uh, two kids. Um, we sold everything in our house, uh, rented the house out, bought a big fifth wheel in a truck, and a Jeep, and took off for three years. How was that? <laughs> that was pretty good. It was pretty awesome. It was really good, yeah. Yeah, really good time. So that's kind of how I spent three years. And I ended up, I would try to hide from being a tree guy, right? Ended uh-huh. up in some small towns. People find out I'm a tree guy. Bam, you're up in the trees again. You're <laughs> all, if you're a tree guy, you're always doing a tree you can't hide from it anywhere on the four corners of the globe <laughs> four corners. oh you do trees oh my grand my, my oh, cousin yeah, yeah. <laughs> i never paid to to uh stay in a mobile home park with mm-hmm. the with the fifth one never paid because you were cutting some trees yeah yeah so it's <laughs> awesome man Three years on the road. Can you imagine? So getting back into the business and stuff, um, you know, one of the things I want to talk about your plant healthcare side. Yeah. And the tree side. I was hearing early together today. It's the plant healthcare side first. The tree care side. Yeah. So my brother runs a plant healthcare side mostly. I mostly run the tree division, and and right. we're always trying to outdo each other so you can. You make said the you're most profit. three years in a row champion. Yeah, tree 
tree trimming or GTC general tree care is beat out to plant health care, but it keeps we keep bumping it. Is he bumping it, is he listening it. to this right now? I'm sure he's I'm sure he's here. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's around. Uh, oh man. That's funny. I that's gotta, funny. I want to search him, see if he's on here. We'll, oh, we'll get to him later. You gotta stay on, Kurt. So let's talk about your plant healthcare side because uh, kind of what you guys are doing, um, as Jared told me and, and some of the stuff that he's adopted and things like that, uh, that he shared with us. But, uh, let's talk about the plant healthcare side because it's, it's, it's a big side. A lot of individuals, they, they don't get into, they just know the grit, the grind, cutting trees, that's yep, it. Yep, yep. And I've always said, you know, I mean, it's, it's the most important thing is that plant healthcare side. When I go to the doctors, the doctor doesn't say, Hey, let's do surgery on you today. He goes, you're fat, you're out of shape, stop smoking, stop drinking, uh, take these pills and see me back, you know, and fix it at at the root level. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the plant healthcare side on that. Plant healthcare side is, is, is really good and it'll further your climb career, rigging career, because you're going to become more knowledgeable about trees. So it's, it's like the evolution of, of being a tree climber or tree cutter you move into the more knowledge-based, more scientific, the soil sciences, the mm-hmm. bugs, the, all that stuff, and you become a lot more knowledgeable. It's a, it's a great way tree guys can go as, it, as you get older, as everybody knows. You, your body comes apart. You can't do that grind every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get into more of a knowledge base, and that now you're worth something because of your knowledge mm-hmm. and ability to to fix trees, right? Uh, how'd, now, how'd you get into plant health care? Who, who showed you, or who, how'd you decide that day? I know he's watching right now. It's uh, Papa Shab. Papa Shab. Papa Shab kind of, we always talked about it and this and that. And he's like, you guys should do this. So he kind of helped us out and got us going down that road. Gotcha. Yeah. So what would be the advice to individuals out there with the companies going, man, I've always wanted to get into plant health care. How do I even get started? What do I do? It's a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. A lot of licensing, a lot of regulations, um, a lot of back-end work mm. so get good at your books get mm. good at your tracking your inventories your your you got to have good secretaries that are knowledgeable i mean that stuff just goes it's yeah. it's a constant i got three ladies in the office you walk in there and i was telling jared today they look like that movie the mib uh, men, men in black, black yeah. where, where the secretary's got like 500 arms <laughs> the girls in the office nikki Susie, and amanda man they're just going to town all the time just uh, it's a lot to take care of so gotcha yeah we just i mean with 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 any company you know that front end back end you know you're no good out there mm-hmm. in the field if you just don't if you don't have that good support on the back end so yeah and plant health care takes you're you're doing depending on how you know one truck's running out there doing 30 40 different invoiceable jobs a day versus a tree crew that's doing one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got to have a lot. a lot of back. Are you putting yeah. a putting a lot of uh, subscription based for your clients out there of uh, quarterly? Hey, I'm selling a subscription. So I'm selling you, you know, X, Y, and Z for the next year, next two years. And they're purchasing up front and then you're just putting them on a rotation of, Oh, it's spring. I automatically go to your house and I treat your trees. Or is it more them calling you and saying, Hey, I need that thing you did last year to my trees. Cause they're looking yeah. better. Yeah. No, you go, you go to a, you go on site and you evaluate the trees for pruning hazards, removals, uh-huh. as well as health and be like, okay, we need to take this maple down. But this catapult over here, she's looking a little peaked, a little chlorotic. Let's let's do a deep root feed on it. So the deep root feed on that one is going to be, um, you sell it once or twice a service a year. Yeah. Okay. And then you put them in automatic renewal, and then of course you send them a notice and meet gotcha. with them again. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, it's, it's a continued customer, so it carries over to the next. So year. your pipeline just continues to keep building, building Correct. year yeah. over year, yeah. and that's how you're doing forty freaking treatments a day. Yeah, snowball effect. Gotcha. Yeah. It I mean, does take a lot of years the, to build a. The biggest a question like on this is: you have catalpas? Yeah, buddy. Oh. I think I own the record. You'll you'll Kendall Kendall's here. You'll see it. What? I think I own the record size Catalpa. She's about oh eighty five foot tall. Huh? You've seen it? Nah. I got an eighty five foot tall Catalpa in Colorado. Mm. It's very rare. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. I I don't. I never would have thought. I don't know what it is. Phil doesn't yeah. know what it's it is. It. Phil's just a tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I come in. He's like, oh, 
You're on this show? I thought you were the tech guy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I am the tech guy mostly every time we start the show to help Jared get his phone figured yeah. out on Instagram. Yeah, I need a lot of help. And I admit, I am I am that guy. You know, I don't know if I can say that, but I consider myself part tard. And it's, it's better to have zero expectations and, you know, you come out on top and it's okay. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't want to do this show with anybody else but him. <laughs> he I works really. hard, though. He he drives. I told him. I said he's one of the hardest working guys I've ever met. And really, I mean, no, if something yeah. needs to get done. I've been around the world, Jared. It's Jared, Kurt Scraw, and Chad Flickema. It's the three hardest workers people I've ever come across <laughs> in my life. I, well, I, I believe appreciate it. that. I believe it. I did. I did. Uh, you know, my PhD. I had zero knowledge of this coming in of, of plant health care, and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have a division in my company right now. So that's why Kurt came out that time we were at Applebee's. Okay. And that um, was the first time when you guys yeah. were kicking everything off. And so I kind of had no direction. You know, I knew some stuff. I knew about, you know, pests and disease. I just didn't know how to implement this into my in my business. And there was so many questions and I'm like, gosh, I just need somebody to come yeah, here and say do this, do this, do this and give me a direction and I'll go a million million miles an hour. You know, and so, you know, I'm just grateful to have these two individuals. They were super smart. They they brought their, their plant hair, plant health division just double, 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 yeah. right? And I'm like, that's what I need. I just need something to follow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt came out at that time and was like, basically wrote it all out. This is what we're going to do. We're going to build your all your your special sauce. We're going to do this and that. Boom, boom, boom. You're going to do this, this, and this. This is how you're going to grow. This is how you're going to get the tracking. You know, this is how yeah. you follow it. And he's like, this is your system you use. Take your system. Do You know, and I'm like, damn, we did that in two days. And then we and we actually went out there and did some work. And he showed me how to do the work with it. And I'm like, gosh, I got this now. It was like, you know, that little bit of consulting mm-hmm. just went miles. You, you, He saved you all the failures oh. and bullshit and learning and trying to figure it out with having the right mentor. Yeah. Uh, coming to you and, probably and, five years five years he, he took that in in one weekend and that's yeah that you know, takes a while to figure out and that's always yeah. the that's thing what that, you do uh, with with climbers yeah, same that, thing you do with climbers too. yeah that was something that I, you know in the beginning of my career and working here is uh i just thought you know you just work hard and things will happen and i've learned the older i get that you have to put smarter people or people who've done it around you and continually putting mentors around you because <laughs> they're saving you so much time so you know individuals listening to this and driving to work right now or wherever you may be find a mentor find someone who's smarter than you and get them around you and learn from them so that you don't have to learn the hard way. You don't have to mm-hmm. grab a chainsaw and climb a tree and figure it out and risk. No, your we life. have a short life. Yeah. yeah that's good advice. It, we had, we had a conversation earlier with Sydney too. We we're talking about, um, you know, what, what, how do you break these barriers with people? How do you make people trust you? Right. To be able to get that connection with them where you can relay information how, as a, as a teacher or as a trainer, you have to break these barriers, and typically there's two barriers that you break. One, <clears throat> it's their ego and the arrogance that comes with that that ego. Now, ego is a good thing. You need it. But there's a certain point where the ego turns into arrogance, and it creates this barrier. Now I cannot get through to you as a person, right, or, or relay that information. You're not going to retain it. You're just going to have that wall, mm-hmm. right? Next is they're not going to trust you because you have not proven them that you're trustworthy, Right. So you got these two barriers fighting against you. So you got to break those two before you can even get in and get to that person and say, okay, once I start speaking now, I can retain something. And most people have this. So when you think you know it all and you got everything going for you, you're never going to get anywhere because you got to break whatever barrier you have personally to be able to gain that information from other people. Yeah. And, yeah. and you do you, the humble yeah. of coming in and knowing that you, you don't know it all no. yeah. because People are like, you know it all. Why, why do I want to share my shit? Why do I want to waste my time to teach you this stuff? And when you're instantly likable and you're trustworthy, uh, people open up and they're going to give because mm-hmm. they want to pass on their knowledge to you and because they want to see you win. Yeah. They want to see you win. Uh, and I've, I've had I've had some good mentors around me and people that have come and you got to humble yourself. Even if you may know more in a certain subject or something like that, it doesn't matter. Humble yourself, 
listen to them, pull the knowledge, pull their experience so that you can make better decisions and, and not have to go through shit <laughs> to get where you want to get to. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you move up in the world a lot mm-hmm. faster that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowledge in this education, all this is not proprietary. So it's like, you know, there's no reason to be an arrogant and, 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 and to not share or not be, be able to open up and say, Hey, I need help. Yeah. Right. It's like, just let it rip. Well, I sent a couple guys out to see Jared. What was that? A couple months ago. Yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Those that was guys, for the boot camp. Yeah, for the boot camp, yeah. These guys came back and just yeah. Let's, I mean, I, I mean, they 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 jumped where I was trying to learn on my own through a rock climbing store. These guys jumped probably five eight years ahead of me in two days with their knowledge base and skill holy levels. Shit. So. Yeah, I was actually blown away because he took on a 17-year-old, Dade, 18-year-old, Rhea, and he mm-hmm. brought him back to our company, and the, I have no problem sending these guys out for what I call C2 jobs. Yeah. That Level is, two jobs, man. That is just great like, to hear because like a that. lot of times you, do, you don't, when individuals come in like that, you, you don't get to see the fruits of your labor sometimes. So I, I appreciate you sharing that because that, that means a lot. You yeah, know, I it see it like firsthand. Yeah, it's going okay. How do we improve this? How do we make this better? How do we take from five to eight years and make it ten to twelve years? You know, experience. How can we give a better experience and change our classes and and keep doing that? And it's good for other people to hear to go. Shit, I need to go there. Spend the money. Spend the time. Come on out here. Learn from guys like Jared and Josh Dislin and Patrick Morgan and these badasses here uh, to be, improve your game. You know, you don't know it all. So No, yeah, and even me as a business owner, I'm so busy running the business that, you know, I've trained. I know how to climb. I've done it for a long time. I don't spend the time with my guys on a detailed system like that. It's way worth my money, way worth my money mm-hmm. to send the guys out here. Well, when you get the homie discount, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, seriously, because just a few days out here, they come back and they're, they're years like, in advance. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Man, it's way worth my money. Like, yeah. no, you got the it, homie it really discount. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't spend anything. He's like, <laughs> we spent a little. He's like, somehow oh, we wrote that off. Funny. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Now, uh, let's let's segue into something right now because I believe it's uh, the perfect timing. Um, you talk about two individuals you sent out here. They spent three days. They've increased five to eight years of what knowledge and going. You're blown away by it. To why are you here today? Why did you come back out here? Because you're not training today, a little bit, but you're not. You're not in a class. You're not training. Why are you here today? Why don't you take that one, Jared? Jared, why is he here? All right. Today? So this, this is the announcement we were talking about. Everybody, I want to give and 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 hear why Mr. Chris is here today. So we've been in the works for a little over probably about a year now of talking about how are we going to take uh, the academy and, and, and plunk this thing down and, and, cover, and cover the United States. And we had so many choices of how we're going to do this. And we decided, you know, the best place to start this off is in Colorado. And I couldn't think of anybody else. Only because it's beautiful out there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Boom. And you know, having having trained with my man Chris and and run it and run through some of the trains with them, I'm like, there's no better place to do this um, than with you. And so we decided to team up and drop the first academy train in Colorado, 2022, with Chris Scraw and the fam at Scraw Tree mm-hmm. out in Loveland, Colorado. Give it a shot. Dude. Give it a shot. Come on, Bob. Guys, listen. We are like, opening up a school <laughs> in Colorado uh, with Chris and his team. Uh, that's a freaking exciting, man. I mean, it's definitely something that uh, we appreciate you trusting in the academy. 
uh, us trusting in you and, and having, you know, the business we've been working on uh, in your capable hands out there to be able to give this experience uh, to the other individuals in Colorado because there's a lot of awesome people. We got a gentleman right here from Colorado that came out here uh, with us right now, and it's it, I'm excited. And then after Colorado, it's Texas and it's North Carolina are the, the, the spots so everybody can travel north and south. <laughs> and, and, and let's get through this one here first and it, it, we're not having it in colorado because you know we know you get the homie discount and you're like how do i save on airplane tickets let's open a school here in colorado that's gonna save and you said remember you said guys listen it's not about working hard but it's about managing your money and i'm gonna open a school in colorado so i don't have to pay airplane tickets you know, for, for the academy, what we are so proud of, of building a company that is for the industry. And we, yeah. are, not, we are not there for, you know, for the money and for, you know, the businesses and, and, and anything else. We're there strictly for the industry and to be, a, be a, an avenue that the industry can use to support education and training, right? So however we can do that, we do it. Right. And so committing ourselves to be able to take this and move it from one state to the other, you know, this is just the beginning. This is truly just the beginning. And so we made a commitment to do this and we're going to do it. And, and, and I'm super excited to be able to do it with you. Such a great friend of mine. And, um, you know, with your new facility that you have, we're going to go out there and we're going to, you guys are already in the process of pimping that thing out. And well, that's, you know, Kurt, we're gonna, that's Kurt pimping it. Out. Let's, yeah. Let's talk the about that. Let's talk about the facility. Uh, just, Commercial building, 7,000 square foot. Nice. Pretty nice. simple. And you're out here today seeing how everything's set up, mm-hmm. starting doing some desi- designing, figuring out where things are going to go. Uh, but you have two locations. You have the you have the ranch, right, or the farm? It, yeah, what we call the farm is actually my house. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But It's out in the country, kind of out in the cornfields. But that'll be one of the locations there, and then we'll have uh, yeah. the other location at the new facility that, we're, that you're building yes. right now for that. Correct. Um, so individuals are going to, you know, some things we're going to be doing, we're going to be advertising. We're going to be having, starting off slow, having a few trainings, you know, throughout the year, uh, more kind of two day, three day boot camps that we're going to be having. So we can come out there, have the team and be able to experience a kind of a, a, a team atmosphere coming together for two to three days. And we've, I've learned that one day that you come out to the Academy and you're part of it. It's great. It's awesome but you get two days, three days, it starts changing your life on, on some stuff. And I know that's a bold statement on there, but I, re, I truly believe it. And if I, if I haven't seen full grown men who's been in this industry a long time, literally get in tears based on three to five days of what they learned and going, I've spent 20 years of my life. And in three to five days, I've, I've learned so much and so appreciative of it. That's why we do it for those tears, for those individuals who want to keep learning and for the love of trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you love yeah. trees is the best Avenue you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You know, I always put it like this, you know, for guys that have been in the game like you for many years and like me, you know, we've taken from this industry um, to build our careers for many, many years. It's time to get back. When you get to the point where you're able to do it, you got to do it. And everybody does it in a different way. People put their time in to, through the ISA or TCIA or through diff- different industry events. Yeah. You know, I support all of it because we need all of it to, to truly make this thing run. When you talk about the front end, back end, it's the same thing with an industry. We need the front end. We need the back end. So that fly got you. You're like, squirrel. Mm. But <laughs> Meow. But, you know, truly that's what it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm a true believer that we need all facets of, of participation, of, of, you know, giving. You know, we need to give back, and that's how we're going to grow. And we've seen that just building what, what we've built so and far, it, you know. Just the camaraderie it's, is pretty awesome, too. They're all like-minded people. Jared can go out there every day and bust his ass and grind to try to make this. And it'll grow. People will be excited. They'll follow it. But then Chris joins and so and so joins and Colorado opens. It starts to create a movement, you know, a revolution in our tree care industry uh, in building this. And with the more we have evolved and people we have a part of this, we're at the cusp, cusp, cusp of changing entire industry right now with training. Mm-hmm. 14 years old, handed a chainsaw. Do you want to climb with a chainsaw today? There you go. Bill's mm-hmm. tree service. You know, and everybody has multiple of those stories of, 
shit, nobody taught me. No one trained me. I just had to learn. Now everybody at least has YouTube and they're learning from. Yeah. And they might be learning from a gentleman or a foreman out there. And this guy was taught by so-and-so, taught by so-and-so, and and taught by a 14-year-old with a chainsaw. And they've learned the wrong way so many times. So I'm excited to see everybody coming together and going, let's create that standard. Let's create this and work together instead of against each other, work together and come together with academy, with training, with innovation to be able to build this for our industry. Yeah, the approach I like with Jared is he's been around the world, been on thousands of trainings, and he's taken every trick that every guy's ever showed him, like he says, he's taken from the industry. Mm-hmm. However, he, he, he doesn't just throw them out. He looks at each technique, and he practices them, and he thinks about them. He gets the shower thoughts. What did you call that, Sydney? The flash of whatever. It's the, too deep for us. The shower talk. <laughs> the shower talk. What did you thoughts. call it? The what? But you he know, takes I, the best in the world and he puts it all in a pot and he mixes it around and he finds what the best way to train is or the best technique and he lays it out for people. And and you can't you can't you can't get any better than that. And it, and it's not it's not sure. ending now. I mean, for for the years you've been in the industry, it's not ending. He's still learning. He's still mm-hmm. adding and going, huh? Yeah, yeah. And he's an, he's I've always said he, he's he's an inventor. He's a you know he'll give me a call. Hey hey, I got an idea. <laughs> hey shower thought. Hey shower uh, thought. Uh, get it? Are you Just in the shower it, too? Because I'm in the shower right now. Like, why, <laughs> why are you whispering? <laughs> you wish you waking hey, the neighbors. Hey, I'm in the shower right now. <laughs> And he will. Like, hey, I got an idea. Hey, I think we can do this. And and I love it because I think the same way. And we need to surround ourselves with uh, mm-hmm. like-minded people that think like that, you know, uh, to be able to create this. And I'm, I'm excited. This is Colorado. Yeah. And when Me and you together, that's going to be too much. Well, you know, Chris is in the same boat. So this is a good one. So if you guys, have, have, you know, Phil turned me on to this, the book called 10x by grant cardone yeah have, if you never have you read it no okay i know one it. you need to read it and you need to give it to the uh the crew right and and it's it's all about yes 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 10 times don't say no commit 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 right and i already live i already live in that like can you do that i'm like yes i can do it yeah you know and then i'm like shit why'd i do that I'm like but it opens doors right Grant Cardone says, commit first and figure the rest out later. And that's, that's what we're doing. That's what me and Jared do. I'm like, we're in. Sometimes that, that hurts, but we're like, we can do it. We can yeah. do it. All right, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Right? We got to commit to that. Um, so I, I am. I'm, I'm excited to have working with you, and tomorrow we're going to spend a little bit of time and, and start designing it. But when are we going to launch this? When's the date? When When's the, the first training? Still gonna working happen? on that, Phil. So hey, we're, commit, we're close. We're, we're commit, commit, commit first. Time. Commit first. Time. April. Oh. Oh. April. April. You said it. Third week yeah. in April. Did you hear that, Kurt? Third week Get in that April. Building ready. Third uh, week in th- April. Yeah, third. It has to be later. Now, what will this facility be like? Um, are individuals, is there anywhere for them to stay or they're going to stay off site? Working all the details in. Working all the details Not in. Not going to say anything yet. All right. It's a surprise <laughs> when you show up. <laughs> I'm not going to open my mouth. Like Jared does. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to fully commit here. What we're going to do is we're going to offer a pretty kick-ass wide open course with um, a teaser, six of six different trainings all in one, um, unlimited amount of people. We're going to go super hard on this, and then we're going to give uh, the, the chance to have the first 20 people that sign up be available to do a hands-on training the second day. Okay, so I'm not going to give what types of trainings that are, but that those are. But what we're going to do is, like I said, so you're going to have the first day is going to be teaser going through all the different trainings. We're going to demo day. Whoever wants to the first 20 people that sign up Hmm. the next day, they'll come back and they're going to have a hands on course. Absolutely. But you're not going to say what it's going to be yet. Just just jump off that cliff. We're going to jump off that cliff. Yeah. So we're going to do six trainings on the first day, but it's going to be all demonstration, demonstrational and instructional. So everybody that's going to show up going to get a teaser of everything that we do and what we teach on. And then, like I said, the first 20 that show up, we're going to hit it hard that next day, and we're going to actually dive into one of the programs and go full force with those 20 people. And you get a T-shirt and hat. Mm. <laughs> and two and, stickers. And, <laughs> and lunch and dinner. And lunch and dinner. Swag. And bonfire. Shit we all get. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And huh? a kick-ass party with us. And, and let me ask yeah. you this. What if... Uh, um, 
can we put this on the site right now for in April? We'll just put it in April, and we'll allow people to start signing up right now. Commit for the first, now? For the first 20 people. <laughs> you, you all can't see as he's giving me that cold stare. Okay. Commit now. Okay. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do, guys. Uh, uh, just remember, we got to put this on. Uh, we'll put this on the website for everybody. Uh, it's going to be April, Colorado, first event. Everybody's going to start being able to sign up right now. It's going to be in April, and we'll uh, we'll put a discount on there if you sign up uh, uh, before February for that. <clears throat> so we'll have a discount, and we want to get – how many people can we get there on site? All of them. 100, 200? We're going to go – let's see if we could pull a hundo. 100? Let's pull a hundo. What do you got? What's your number? I was going to go 75 to 100, but you know Jared, he's always shooting for the moon. So we're hey, going to shoot for 125 people on this first one. <laughs> so let's see if we can get by February 1st. That'll be the cutoff for everybody. You're listening to this now. Sign up. Go on the website. Uh, Colorado, you'll see. We're going to have a big launch. Uh, and then the first 20 individuals that sign up will be able to come to the next day hands-on training for that. You think we yeah, can fit save 20? a little time too. I mean, we got beautiful Estes Park nearby the mountains. I mean, if you're not from Colorado, this can be a can be a vacation as well. Mm. Love it, mm. love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be booking that. Right, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Shit, Colorado. I've only been to the airport in Colorado. That's it. That's not seeing that's not, Colorado. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've that's never not, been to freaking not. Colorado. <laughs> Gosh. We're gonna get Don't you. Don't come at me like that, guys. Man, just <laughs> we'll get you to experience it. I'm trying to, be, trying to open out. up to you. Chino, let's go, Colorado. Oh man, oh man. So, no, that's that's definitely exciting, exciting news to have. And uh, uh, I'm just I'm just picturing right now. It's it's it's. I go back to where when we first started talking about building the school and what does it look like and how do we do it and the tarp. And some individuals from different companies coming in to opening up a division in Colorado. It just seems surreal. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot of work. We put blood, sweat, and tears in this place to get it where it's at. You know, and to look back at where we're at, it's it's amazing. You look at this, and then we look at what we're we're doing now. This is even looks small. It's like, oh man. Yeah. You know, and uh, we just got to. My phone's keep, already going. Just, we just, just so you keep, guys know, right now, guys are already texting me from Colorado. What? what let me let me get in. Let's go. Let's do this. So, you know, this is, you got to keep surrounding ourselves with good people, like minded individuals, and just keep saying yes. Keep crushing <laughs> it. Sometimes you got to say no, Jared. No. Nah. Sometimes say no. You That's know. only when he asks you to come have shower talk with him. <laughs> Is when you say no. I've learned. I've I've learned that mistake after the third time. He's got some good ideas in there, though. There's some good ideas There's in there. You ideas. don't know unless you hop on in. <laughs> uh, you know, and two, uh, being in these different locations, we're going to be looking uh, for trainers. Correct? Yes, absolutely. So you know, we need support that. all the way around. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at, what you're doing. Reach out if you guys are interested. No, I don't shy from anybody. Good people are good people. We need help. We need education. If it's not with me, there's a home for everybody in this world. Yes. And people, you know, people need to teach. And if you got something to say, we need people to say it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And and share this, guys. Share it. Let's let's get the word around. We got 125 people to get, you know, by February uh locked into this training uh that's gonna be uh third weekend in April. I got yeah. two came through on the phone just now. Two. Done. Yeah, we, we got two done. Well, we got we got big moves coming on top of this too that we're going to be launching in the next probably month or two, hopefully. We'll, so um, we'll save that for the next. We'll one. save that yes. for the next yeah. one. But you know these 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 things are stacking up, and uh, we're on the right right track, man. Right movement. Wonderful, Colorado. What are you thinking? You ready? Uh, mind's blown a little bit. You guys, this is how Jared rolls, man. He there's, rolls fast. There's there's two things we, we, we say here is uh, be all in, don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, choo, that covers choo. it. All right, I'm Trains turning them out. Moving. No, no, you ain't done it. <laughs> we just got started. That was the intro. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm, I got to no, get up no, at four no, this morning. Oh, here. I'm man. a little tired. I, I remember when we first hung out, you know, the first time I'm like, hey, dude, that's money. You were like, what? What'd you say? Money. money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> money? That's dialed. That is dialed. That's money. That's that's California right <laughs> oh, there. <man. laughs> so you gotta be money and you gotta get dialed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm is like, I hate you. I know. He's like, oh my gosh, what the heck's going on? You got on? Kurt got saying that all the time. <laughs> oh, that's dialed. We got to dial this in. We got to dial this in. <laughs> I wish Kurt was here, man. You two would have been great together. He's for the next time. podcast. He's texting me now. He's asking me when the date is. Third weekend in April. Are you listening, Kurt? Listen, Third Kurt. weekend Damn in it, Kurt. April. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kurt. Damn it, Kurt. Oh, man. So start, starting off 14 years old, you know, this is a recap of kind of everything we talked about. 14 years old with the chainsaw, meeting guys like Charlie Wagner and Bill's Tree Service and, and deciding to uh, start your own tree company in 1997 to training. And uh, from there, being an insurance on the road, selling your business, getting back in three years later with an actual plan, diving in uh, and building your, your plant health care, uh, continuing building your business to now having uh, a division of the academy trained in Colorado and being on your first podcast show. Yeah, thanks for that, Susie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So uh, before we end this show tonight, uh, you know, one thing I like to end with, you know, you gave a lot of good wisdom things on uh, work hard, but manage your money. You know, um, that's important. And, and you got to know your profit. Make the business run or it'll run you. I like that one. That's a T-shirt or a bumper sticker here soon. But, you know, what are, what's some last wisdom you can give the men and the women that are in our industry that's driving to work right now, that's out there, what's something you can give them of a, a, a little nugget for them to take with them today or maybe have a better day or better tomorrow? Don't be friends with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but love babies and love America. Love babies and love America. Love babies and love America. Hang love, on. Love babies in America. It is about babies in America. That's all it's about. That's it. Got it. That's it, man. That's it, man. <laughs> I'm stone cold. <laughs> stone cold. Well, all I got to say is for anybody out there, anybody watching, uh, I'm going to throw him out. He's going to hate this. But if you guys have any questions, I mean, Chris has been a mentor to me and helped me out in business along the way. If you guys are in the area and you guys, you know, want to pick his brain, hit him up on, you know, Instagram or whatever and reach out. Great people, great family, great business. Um Use them as a resource. I know you hate me right now for this, but this is what it's all about, mm -hmm. and um, they're there to give too. So, yeah, much respect. So appreciate you. Appreciate oh. you being here today and uh, looking forward to tomorrow. So that's it. That's our show, everybody. So go out there, do right, share the word, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jared. You Thanks, it. Phil. You guys Peace. are awesome.